Greetings. Welcome to the Whole Truth Broadcast with the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Apostolic Faith. Apostle Anthony J. Patterson is the General Overseer. For more information, visit us online at theapostolicfaith.org or dial 610-583-2400 or write to P.O. Box 109, Darby, Pennsylvania. 19023 in the United States of America. It's been the Lord. If you wonder how we're going to make it, it's going to be the Lord. Here is our testimony that can soothe the heart of God. It was you that's been keeping us. And peace be with you. I saw the invitation given to you I began to rejoice and thank God that your testimony was there was a man that taught me many things when I was young. And it set you in a place that the presence of the queen and her husband did not do anything for you, you did something for them. Because you were taught that you were royalty from the beginning. But if the world wonder how we're going to make it, Jesus is going to make sure we be alright. There is nothing in this world that's going to tangle us up and destroy us because the Lord is going to keep us. This is the church. This is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord, Sister Gaines. I'm so glad today was a day that you all decided to join the church. Come thou with us. We will do you good. Because God has spoken good concerning us. The church has this testimony. We were once lost, but found. We were once unclean, but been washed. We were once dead, but we are now alive evermore. So the church then has this testimony 
if God gets so angry that he said, I'm going to destroy everything I've done, someone will bring to his attention. What are they going to say about you? If you don't keep what you have already done and what you said. I know the people are stiff-necked, but your word has been kept by us. And we can calm the anger of God. Just to remind them, you've been good to me. I am not worried. And I don't want you to be. Don't let your heart be troubled. I see from your testimonies. You've heard a word from the Lord. I heard you talking about him. You told him your word has gone to my bones. It's going to make me live. I heard you. That you'll be telling, you've been telling the Lord that he has been keeping us. I heard you. So no matter what happens, I heard you say, there's a glory of one thing and a glory of another thing. And there was a body that made a sacrifice of its blood for all of humanity. That all the turtle doves and every other blood that was shed for all those folks in the old book didn't do them a bit of good. But this blood one time, which was the life of the flesh, that life he gave up because he wanted you to be born again of a spirit. So the forgiveness of sin came by the life of this flesh. But to live forever came by repentance, water baptism in his name, and receiving his spirit. Now you're bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. When he sacrificed the life that was given to him in flesh, he gave it all up for you. He said, without the shedding of blood, there would be no remission of sins. So the thing that gave this life, the Lord said, I can live a holy, righteous life, make it holy like I intended, and then I'll shed every bit of blood for it. For every soul that's going to come after me, I'll save them. So we who are now living this life can find the remission of sin. And when we find it, we testify of it. I thank God I repented of my sins. I went down and water in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And I received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of tongues. And I don't want my running to be in vain. We testify. We testify to our flesh because it want to go contrary. But you drag that old sinful stuff to church and say, I thank you, Lord. I found the forgiveness and the remission of sins. 
So I come and the word of the Lord washes and get us ready because I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. So I have to come and say, Lord, I believe. I'll testify why I have this chance. Because I may not have this chance anymore. So I got to then tell God, I want something on my record with you that when I was sick, you can say something good about what he's done because you've seen it. And this is the purpose, even if it's for a moment, that the body and the soul are separated. The body with his carnal mind moves away, but the soul gets with God and began to speak words to the Lamb to say hallelujah. You're telling God, you're telling him your sacrifice for me is accepted. I accept your sacrifice that you shed your blood for so there's a separation now of the soul and body. And the host of heaven is rejoicing with the soul because they know that that soul is about to get a housing that can live ever with God. This is why you come to worship. Even if it's for a moment, this moment will last past your carnal mind. The Lord will remember. He said, your sins, I won't remember. But your praise and your worship, it goes in a vow that the Lord can pour out. You must understand the difference. The sins are in the body. That's why he said, don't let the soul sin. It will die. So don't let your soul go contrary to God. That's how you could go from life to life. The things that are going to be made perfect is everything God has said in faith for you to believe. Though the person he said it to is dead, it's going to be perfected in you because there are going to be some that remain that when they get caught up, all of them that are dead say, oh, he did it. What he said is going to be perfect. Bishop Johnson cannot get up and the church is not delivered. He got to remain in the ground until we're set free. Abraham cannot get up until the church is free from sin. And it is because Christ has come. Even if it's for a moment. Separate your flesh from this. I don't even want to talk to it. It's sick. Something is wrong with it. But can I have your spirit? Can I have your soul? Because your soul is the thing that's talking to God. Say, I was in danger. I was done for. You made a little path. Just for me. I saw it. And I'm in your worship house. If I don't thank you for nothing else. The angels that got charge of me. I need y'all to remind me. How good God has been to me. 
Even if it's for a moment. Be thankful that God found you praying. And there was a flight that came down to your porch. And the wings that were flying took a rest. The wings that covered the hands moved so the hands could knock. And your spirit says, who might it be? And for the light, there was no answer needed because your soul knew God Almighty was now in your coat. If for a little moment can you get a word that's been given to the church by John that talks to the lamb and tell the lamb I'm so glad of your sacrifice because it was the sacrifice of your life your blood the life of that body you gave it to the church so that I could go back to what I lost in the garden of Eden you gave your life for me to get separated from the enemy. That the enmity that was between us is now gone. Sing your song, Moses. Sing it because it's not going to affect me in that I'm going to get another God. Sing your song, old John. I'm not going to ever believe there's more than one God. Sing your song, oh blessedness. Because your speech about so many going to hell won't affect me because I'm headed for the kingdom and I thank him all the days of my life. I'm not going to leave this worship service without separating my flesh and my carnal mind from God. They can't ever get together. I don't know why he put me in charge of something so um, crazy. He gave me charge over it and told me I could get the victory over it. Not only can I get the victory, he said, you have it. And in my soul, my soul knows that my name is written in heaven. So it's, 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 but the power that is in my soul over the flesh, he said, then I'll show you a mystery. You don't all sleep. So every testimony that you have, God has been giving it to you. So that you'll come back to him with it. He'll make you testify. Because the testimony of the saints is the spirit of prophecy. There was prophecy in Moses' song. There was prophecy in John's song. There was prophecy in the Lamb's song. There's prophecy in Samuel's song. I'm going home, he said. I'm not coming this way again. I'm going to leave you in good hands, though. I stayed in those hands. 
because there were white hands that came and took the heart out and made it a heart of gold. I want to stay with those hands that's making such a transformation of souls. I want to stay with it. I don't want to worship with people that don't know what it is to go wrong. I don't want to be in the church with perfect folk that ain't never seen and never been dirty and never made a mistake and never needed God. I want to be with them that said I was down and out. I didn't know where my money was going to come from. I didn't know where a job was going to come from. I didn't know whether I could save myself or not. I thought that I was doomed. I want to be with them that found Jesus. I want to be with someone that said, I thank you. I want to go to church with the chief sinners that say I've been changed. It is because of this testimony that the Lord's anger has been soothed because the church is still praying. It is the church that's keeping the wounds of the enemy open where he can't ever come and get the victory over the church. The Lord said, I'll snatch you out before that happens. I have this confidence. The question is, do you have a word from the Lord? I heard your words. And the words that you have spoken from your mouth has gone to God's ears. And I believe he heard it. And he will ever hear you because you have a word. You have a spirit because word is spirit. You have the spirit of a word or the word which is a spirit or the spirit that is the word. However you want to look at it. That can tell God when you put on a body and got on a cross and they pierce you. The word hallelujah is that blood coming down. Not only is it the blood coming down, it, that it touched you. A drop. One drop stained the ground for us. And the water came down to agree. And we are thankful. That when Moses sung his song. And he said to how they were going to be rebellious. He said when I close my eyes. You're going to get all new gods and other gods. There is but one God. And that one God said there would be no gods formed after me. How are you going to get after God? He has no ending of life. How are you going to get after him to get another one? Now, they don't divide the devil into three or four. They keep him whole. They don't even try to put a trinity with him. He's the fool that got you thinking there's three gods. A God the Father, a God the Son, and a God the Holy Ghost. The devil did that. The Spirit, the spirit told you. He believed there's one, and he trembles, but he got you thinking, oh, say it's three. And you get up and try to preach what Paul was trying to get his Jewish family to understand that there is but one God, and you missed him. He came, and you didn't receive him. He's trying to get his Jewish brothers to understand when the blind man got his sight, they said, well, he never seen nobody who was blind that was made to see. And that blind man looked at Jesus. He said, you show me the Father, and I'll believe and Jesus said, you're looking at it. You're looking at it. No, there should have been a longer discussion. Say, wait a minute. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about Jesus, the son. I want the father. Jesus would have still finished it and said, you're looking at him. It is the one that's talking to you. You see how he went to the spirit? It's the thing that's talking to you. Not just you looking at it. But the spirit is talking to you. It's the thing that's talking to you. So it is this oneness of God that when you understand there's only one and you can't serve but one. He said, I put on a body. I come in the volume of the book. 
They said, when did God ever put on a body? John told you he had it on and took it off. Amen. I am he that was dead. When was God ever dead? When he put on that body, he tastes death for all of us. So he can't say, I don't know what it feels like to die. He knows. He took it for you. And you know what he did with death? Got rid of it. And he told you, now come, follow after me. So again, when you have a testimony that you have been tried, when you have been tempted, when you have been tested, testimony is something that pulls you forward. You believe that God is going to do something. The church has heard this. But here is the light of this thing. That's why Bishop Johnson said, come to the worship service and testify. You can be burdened down. You can walk in the church all burdened down. And, and your flesh say, don't testify. It told a lot of you, it's raining. Don't go to church. It was talking to you. Look, don't let me be the only one. I saw that lightning and that thunder. I said, who's going out and all that? The Lord said, you. But the flesh was saying, who's going to come with all that rain? Somebody's coming. But the soul got separated for a moment and said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to worship. Amen. And came. And I was blessed because I came. Amen. So it is this separation that this can't do anything for God, but your spirit can, your soul can, your heart can, your mind can. But this body can't do anything other than make a noise with this. Pick up something because you tell it, pick, pick, pick the tamarind up. The knees say, oh, I'm hurting. Oh, 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 all you want, I'm going to church. I got the wobble in there, but I'm going to get in there. And when you get here, is there a word from the Lord? What have you heard? How did you know how to repent of sin? You heard the preacher came and gave you a word from the Lord. That's how you knew. Then you say, well, do I go down in the title of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Or do I just get sprinkled? What happens to me? They say, get buried. You got a word from the Lord. And you stood in the water. And nobody abbreviated your... Uh, your baptism. They say, Jesus Christ. No. They let you stay in that cold water for a while. They had to get that old twisted mind together. Amen. That body was saying, you better get out of here. It's cold. Aren't you cold? I saw a baptism of a man the other day. They had him in a big little tub. And they had him sitting down. This is the easiest thing to, to baptize somebody, to bury him. Because they already have their body sitting down. Yes. Now, this is easy. <laughs> But that body said, you ain't going to bury me. The man took him down and that right foot said, Phew. what grave you've gone by and the foot sticking out? No, you ain't seen no grave like that. What grave you come by and the hands on the side of the casket said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And they took the man out of the pool and then they say, going down in Jesus name. They needed to take him back down. If something comes out of the water, you have to put it all back down so that the whole thing is buried together and then it rises together. Amen. This man's head started coming up. I mean, his feet came up before his head. Somewhere, the word from God should have said, this man is not baptized. Take him back down. Make sure that foot is in. Make sure those hands are in. Make sure that head is in. Because what is going to remind you of? Jezebel. Her head. Her hands and her feet. This man got a problem. But you don't. You know you were buried. You found the remission of sin. And your whole body was buried. Because this is the thing that is sinful. This flesh is the sin. 
The life that is in it makes it live. Therefore, you've got to sacrifice this life for the life that Christ wants to give you. And if you're not willing to sacrifice it, then how can you live eternal if you don't sacrifice this life? This mind is going to say, uh, if, if you look, I want wealth. And if you can't get it lawfully, it'll tell you how you can rob a bank. And before you go into bank, you can pray. You can pray and ask God to give you the victory. Everybody else got caught, but not you. Because you're going to pray to God and tell God, give me the victory. You're going to get caught. <laughs> but this mind told you, no, you're not. You're going to get caught. And if you don't get caught by the police, there's some eyes on you. But because the church has a testimony of truth, you will not let a lie prevail. So it doesn't matter when Moses warned the children of Israel, when I die, you're going to go to other gods. Bishop Shelton warned the church that they were going to do it. They did. We still believe there's one God. And this is what I want to try to get you to understand because if you got your word ready for the lamb and his sacrifice of blood, nothing is going to take that away from you. The enemy, he, he tries to imitate that thing which is good. Right? So the devil is not going to come to you and say, hey, I'm the devil. The devil does not say, I'm the devil. But the enemy act like God to fool you. But the way you know him is by his spirit when he opens his mouth and say something. Now, just because his voice can sound like somebody else you remember, it's still him. Okay? It's still him. He's going to use something to make you think he's good and it's, you know, it's, it's really Jesus. But he's going to have a mask. And when he opened his spirit, you should know. If a man in his heart will practice to take another man's voice to deceive, that's the devil from the pit of hell. All you got to hear is him. Amen, or whatever the voice sounds like. Oh, that's all you got to hear. So what is the devil going to do? He's going to take something and try to make like it's him when it's not him. God knew him. He knew God. Amen. Be sure that they knew each other. Yeah. Although that Satan was in another man's body, when Jesus walked up to him, he said, I know who thou art. And Jesus, keep your mouth shut. Shut. I want them to have faith in me. If I tell them who I am, what faith is that? I want them to believe that I am the Messiah coming down to save all of humanity. Shut up. He said, you you come to destroy me before time? Why would the devil say that to Jesus? (laughs) Why would the devil say that to Jesus? You come to destroy me before time. That body wasn't in the beginning. But Satan knew. Satan knew what was in that body. Said, I'm going to get the victory over you. We're going to bruise heads and heels. I'm going to get you. And death won't. He'd already told Peter. The gates of hell are not going to prevail against the church. I'm going to bring the church out of hell. I'm going to swallow up death and spit it out. 
So the devil, he is just the opposite of what God is. If God says good, he says bad. When Bishop Johnson preached and said, the Lord was going to raise up a prophet from among the brethren, and him shall you hear. And he said that was his testimony. The devil came and said, that's a lie. But the church said, no, it was the truth. Because he told him, John 20, 21, them that hear you will hear me. But the devil want to make his testimony a lie because the testimony that Bishop Johnson has is what elevates the church. I heard from heaven and I'm going to lead you back to God. The devil don't want you to get back to God. So they say, oh, Bishop Patterson, oh, he's baptizing so many people. I don't care. God didn't send me to baptize. Let him baptize the whole world. They still going to hell. He ain't gave none of them no promise. You understand what I'm telling you? Amen. While you're standing in that water, the devil don't want you to get no promise of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So he don't, that devil don't tell you. No. You come here, we'll tell you. Yes, sir. And you shall. Amen. It might take you 25, 30, 40 years. <laughs> but you shall, shall receive. Amen. Ask us who tarried and tarried calling on the name of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. After year, decade, after decade. We got it though. When they came across the disciples of John, they said, have you heard about the Holy Ghost? Yeah, we don't know about the Holy Ghost. Say, how are you baptized? Why did they ask them that first question? How are you baptized? Because they knew if you were baptized like Peter told you, you would have heard about the promise of the Holy Ghost at that baptism. But the devil is going to try to act like God. And you know, he's going to get some, some disciples. He's going to get some. He'll get a whole lot of them. And any others who I'm telling you, the scripture says, if you don't gather with me, then you're going to scatter. If you're not going to gather with me, and the Lord told me to gather, and you don't get with me, you're scattering. That's all he's doing. Why? I don't worry about him. Now he's going to call Bishop Johnson a lie. Everybody that's in there that believed Bishop Johnson had the whole truth and they spoke and testified to it, he just changed all of their testimonies to a lie. Think about it, saints. If he said Bishop Johnson was a liar, that means Bishop Johnson was of his father, the devil. Now everybody in there that testified that he had the whole truth is now... A liar. Amen. Including him. Amen. Including him. He started out saying Bishop Johnson was the gold standard. It was Bishop Johnson that had the whole truth. That's how he started out. But the demons, they say, man, we got to get wicked up in here. And they, get, they got it. Amen. What are you going to do when you got a word ready for the lamb? What are you going to do? You must have a testimony that the devil did not deceive you. Amen. So I believe I'll testify while I have this chance because I may not have this chance anymore. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where my feet are going to end up. I don't know what's gonna, what God is going to do. But this thing I do know, I'm not going to get deceived by the devil. Why am I not going to get deceived? Because God is going to keep me. 
Are you ready to testify? To testify must have a spirit of prophecy with it that you are looking for God to do something though you are dead. You're looking for God to wake you. Aren't you? So that means your faith has to go down believing. Right? Now, is there anyone in here that believes that they're going to go to hell and burn? Oh, okay. That's good. Now, when Jesus spoke these words, he spoke them to all of the world against the ones who are going to end up there. Don't have your testimony become a lie. Don't let your body make your soul go downward. When your body starts telling you, I don't want to go to church. What I'm going to church for? Drag it. Because you may not have this chance anymore. I believe then I will speak of God. Because of his goodness and his mercy to me. You can't speak for me. I'm standing before the wall of judgment for myself. Whether or not the arrows will pierce me or whether the ones with the guns going to shoot me, I stand at this wall of judgment and say, I still believe I'll testify while I have this chance. But I told you, this is like God. You know, they kept saying, Jesus, come. Lazarus is dying, man. He's dying. He's under death. Come, come, Jesus, come. And the Lord lingered. Hanging out with his friend. Came part the way and stopped. Man, keep going. The man's dying. So it didn't take the, the, the news long from where Lazarus was to where Jesus was. If it, the time it took them to come and tell him, he could have walked. But no, he sat there. Say, no, it's not under death. They say, yes, it is. We're coming to tell you. So he sat there. The news came back again. Don't come. Why not? He's dead. Oh, he's not dead. Uh, Jesus. We know dead. Not breathing. No, no uh, brain waves. Though they didn't have that then. He dead. He ain't moving. He said, all right, then he's dead. It appears that he would have came that moment. But no. He waited a few more days. Till they're going to say he's stinking by now. Where, what you coming for? Now, y'all know the church is in this position. It's y'all. Y'all talking to Jesus. Say, hey, don't come. Ain't no need you coming now. It's over. You know, since the Amos is at this convention. See? So the Amos is at this convention. Say, look. Stay here. He, he dead. So, so Jesus then said, come on, let's go. Here the whole entourage, everybody coming. And they're crying and saying, are you for real? For real, though. He's been dead for three days. You stayed where you were, and it's three days. What you coming for now? He said, well, like he didn't know, show me where you buried it. Shirah. I wish I could have been there. Say, what's the need? The man is dead. He's stinking by now. I want to tell him. He's stinking by now. He said, show me. 
And there had to be some movement from where they were to go to where he was buried. And this whole crowd went. But ask yourself, what did they went for? If you believe that he was dead, why did you why are you gonna go with Jesus? I'm gonna go see what he's gonna do. This is gonna be one for the history books. If you if Jesus is okay, we'll show you. But he's dead. Okay, come on, show me. And every, everybody standing around, and Jesus had to say, Lord, I'm gonna talk out loud so they could hear me talk to myself. All right. <laughs> say, Father. <laughs> and there was a spirit. Now, Lazarus is dead. The dead don't know nothing. And the mouth of Jesus said, Lazarus. How many of those people you think looked to see was anything going to come out of that tomb? And at the anticipation, here come a man coming out bound in his burial clothes with a handkerchief over his face. That body, that soul responded to Jesus. He said, I told you I was a resurrection to life. He made everybody now believe. So when I tell you, take Jesus to where your problem is, I don't care what it looked like, take him. And be amazed when he used your voice to speak at it. And you say, not so. And make it what you want it to be because Jesus is tabernacling with you. And here come Lazarus. He made the crowd now believe. What has he done for you? That was impossible. But you said, I'm going to give it to the master. Because I'm telling you, we got to testify why we have this chance. Let's testify. Because you better look, because Lazarus is coming out. Whatever is dead in your life, when you let Jesus' word speak to it, I'm going to let you take it to where you buried it. Because I believe I'll testify. You must speak of what God has done and what he's going to do. Amen. Why you have this chance. Yes, Lord. You cannot testify of God in the ground. No, sir. But if you go to the ground, we'll testify of you. Do you feel like going on, sir? Then go on. But while you're going on, I want you to hear what Moses. I want you to hear this song. And in his writings, he gave you enough flavor of the words that you can look and see what he said came to pass. When you began to hear these words, the scripture was written aforetime for you to learn. There's nothing new. You're reliving everything in that dispensation, you're going to do it in yours.
Whatever God told us to do, let's just do it. Amen. Don't let the words that he said be written against us because we didn't do it. Amen. Now, I'm going to go back in the old book, but I'm going to bring it to you currently into the present truth. I want you to hear that when the man of God spent his last service in Philadelphia, I want your mind to go there. Thou shalt sleep with thy fathers. Moses, you're going to sleep with your fathers. And his people will rise up and go a whoring. As soon as you die, this people will rise up. These people are going to rise up and go a whoring after the gods of the strangers of the land. What Omega preached is not new. The world had it. It wasn't with us because we had the truth of God. But these strange folks had this gospel. Bishop Johnson fought them all of his ministry. So the Trinity was nothing new to us. Yes, go ahead. And this people will rise up and go a whoring after the gods of the strangers of the land, whither they go to be among them, and will forsake me and break my covenant, which I have made with them. Now let's bring this to us. We, may, we have modest power. Yes. Do they? No, sir. No, sir. They got rid of it. Um, they, uh, the, all the women and stuff, they wear makeup. Uh, they wear um, earrings. They wear nose jewels. They paint their hairs all kind of colors to match their outfits. They do everything that we never did. Because we had a covenant with God that we would be modest, right? Amen. Okay, go. Then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them. So you think God is with them? No. I will forsake them. I'll forsake them. And I will hide my face from them. How are they going to find God? They shall be devoured. No, saved. No, they shall be devoured. And many evils and troubles shall befall them. So that they will say in that day, Are not these evils come upon us because our God is not among us? I will surely hide my face in that day. All the evils which they have wrought in that day are turned unto other gods. In that they are turned unto other gods. We never turn from the one God. Amen. But he want to make us believe that there's a God, a little God, sitting on the right hand of God, taking God's scriptures to twist them. That right hand just means the power of God. God is a spirit. Amen. Amen. He doesn't have a right hand or a left hand. He fills the heaven and the earth. Where's his right hand or left hand? Amen. He's a spirit. My words don't have a right This is what he did. But there is no little throne on the side of the big throne. No, sir. Now, therefore, write ye this song for you. Write a song. Teach it to the children of Israel. Bishop Shelton wrote a song. Put it in their mouths. He put it in their mouths. We were singing with it. That this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. Not for them. Against. Against them. When he put Nehemiah in his space and told the church, you're going to hear more from him, I'm going home. He got up and went to the piano and sung his last song. Amen. And if you listen to it, listen to Moses. For when I have brought them into the land which I swear unto their fathers, that floweth with milk and honey, and they shall have eaten and filled themselves, 
and waxen fat, then will they turn unto other gods and serve them. After I've delivered them, took them down in water, gave them the Holy Ghost, gave them a way to live forever, then they're going to turn on me and provoke me. They're going to make me angry and break my covenant. What testimony will they be able to speak of that will soothe God? In their condition, none. And it shall come to pass. And it shall come to pass. When many evils and troubles are befallen them. Yep. That this song shall testify against them as a witness. Testify. Against them. Against them. As a witness. When you remind them of what Bishop Shelton sung, it is against them. Amen. He said, Nehemiah. Amen. That's against them. Is that against you? No, no sir. sir. No. Listen to the song. For it shall not be forgotten out of the mouths of their seed. And I know their imagination which they go about even now. Before I have brought them into the land which I swear. Moses therefore wrote this song the same day. And taught it to the children of Israel. Israel. Same Moses. And he gave Joshua the son of Nun a charge and said. Be strong. Be strong. Nehemiah. Be strong. Be strong. And of a good courage. Have a good courage. For thou shalt bring the children of Israel. Thank God. This is the prophecy. Thou shalt bring the children of Israel. You're going to bring the children of Israel. Into the land which I swear. Into the land where I told Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Though they are dead. That faith is going to be perfected. When you get in the land. Abraham can wake up and say God did it. Amen. Jacob Amen. can wake up. God did it. Amen. All of them can wake up. And it's perfected. Amen. Faith. What he said. What did he tell you to do? Follow Nehemiah. So when Nehemiah get up, the ones that follow him, you're not going to have a problem with God. Amen. Amen. If you didn't, this song is against you. Well, thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swear unto them. You're going to the land. And I will be with thee. Yes. He's going to be with Joshua. And it came to pass. All you got to do is take Joshua's office and give it to Nehemiah. This is the same thing. Amen. Moses to Joshua, Bishop Shelton to Bishop Nehemiah. Amen. Come on, sing. And it came to pass when Moses had made an end of writing the words of this law in a book until they were finished, that Moses commanded the Levites which bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, saying, Take this book of the law, priests, take this book of the law, follow Nehemiah, and put it in the side of the ark of the covenant. Of the Lord your God, that it may be there. Put it with all witness. the sacred things. Yes. So when you need a witness, what did he say? We got to wake him up. Amen. Go to the writings. Amen. Go to the song. What did he say? Amen. Yes. Put it inside of the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, that it may be there for a witness against thee. Against. Again. That's right. Oh, y'all got it. Amen. Y'all singing this song. For well, I know thy rebellion. I know I know you're gonna rebel. Thy stiff neck. <laughs> they won't even turn around and say, What did he say? <laughs> Their necks are stiff. Going on. Go on. Don't no. keep going. Behold. Behold. While I am yet alive with you this day. While I'm with you, ye have been rebellious against the Lord. How much more? After, After my, my death. death. 
You've done this in my face. You did it in my face. Yes, come on. I know thy rebellion. I know your rebellion. Thy stiff neck. Your stiff neck. The whole while I am yet alive. While I'm alive, alive, you've done it. Ye have been rebellious against the Lord. Come on, I need you to hear this song. Gather unto me all the elders of your tribes. Get the elders together. Your officers. Get your officers. That I may speak these words in their ears. Let me testify against them. And call heaven and earth to record against them. Yes, come on. For I know that after my death, after I'm dead, ye will utterly corrupt yourselves, turn aside from the way which I have commanded you. You're not going to do what I ask you to do. And evil will befall you in the latter days. You're going to die. Because ye will do evil in the sight of the Lord. To provoke him to anger through the works of your hands. Look at the saints head going, Lord Jesus. Amen. But you, this is your testimony how good he's been to you. Amen. He didn't let this be against you. His words are not against you. It is for you. Amen. You don't have this testimony. Come on. And Moses spake in the ears of all the congregation. Moses gave it to the, the bishop shall not give it to the congregation. Amen. Words of this song until they were ended. When he finished, he said it's a shame. Mostly. <laughs> Most of y'all are going to go to hell. Mm -hmm. And he waited. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. <laughs> what kind of ending to the song is that? You heard Moses? Yeah. Yes. Give ear, O ye heavens. Heaven! I'm calling you to the record. And I will speak and hear, O earth. Earth! I'm going to come down here. The words of my mouth. Here's a will that heaven has that he's going to have a man say, speak it. Amen. Speak it. Speak it. Because there's some people I want to destroy who believe a lie. I'm going to damn somebody. Mm. Come on. My, Lord. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. Yeah. You think it's going to change? No, sir. My doctrine shall drop as the rain. It's nothing you could, You can't stop it midair. No, it's coming down. It's going to go back up. It's going to distill. My speech shall distill as the dew. It's going to go right back to God, coming down from God, going back. As the small rain upon the tender herbs. What you going to do against this? And as the showers upon When the God rocks. said, be baptized in my name and get the promise, and you say, I don't have to do it, you're going to have a problem with God. Yes. Because I will publish the name of the Lord. I will publish the only name the Lord has. Ascribe ye when, greatness. When Saul asked, Lord. Who are you? What is your name? The first time heaven spoke and said, I'm Jesus. Now, if there's another Lord that has a name, it ain't got no power. If there's another God that has a name, it ain't had no power other than the one Jesus had. So what you got two for? You say Jesus is not his name, but then what's God's name? God? God is not a name. Amen. It's Jesus. Yes. Because I will publish the name of the Lord. Ascribe ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. Mm. Who's the rock? Yeah. He is the rock. Yeah. You see, in preaching or teaching this, I can let this word speak and you know exactly what it's saying. Mm. He is the rock. He is the rock. Christ is the rock. Yeah. His word. God is the rock. Yeah. That means Jesus must be a rock. Mm. 
Yes, he is the rock. He's the cornerstone by this church was being built on. Yes. His work is perfect. All his ways are judgment. Everything he's done, he's done it because judgment is being drawn in somewhere. And I know I'm on the right side of it. A God of truth and without iniquity. Isn't that beautiful? Just and right is he. God is just. And he's right. Give me revelation. Let I'm showing you the song. So when John began to tell you the lamb began, they began to sing Moses' song. And the lamb, Jesus Christ, that body, began to sing its song. It was going to end everything up in his blood being shed. And you have to be baptized and all this work you have to do. He know you're not going to do it. The world going to say, you don't have to be baptized. Oh, that's just an outward showing for inward grace. You don't have to do all that. I would advise you to be baptized. Because when the book is open and another book is open, where are you going to be? Here is now a word from the Lord. Be baptized. Receive the Holy Ghost. Tarry. Call on the name of the Lord until you get the power from on high. Don't let the enemy fool you. And I saw another sign in heaven. Great and marvelous. You did? What was the sign? Seven angels having the seven last plagues. We ain't finished. For in them is filled up the wrath of God. Now, how are you going to get past that if you don't have a testimony? Revelation. How are you going to get past God's anger? That he said, my anger is going to kindle a fire. How are you going to get past it? If you don't have something to say, Lord, when I was sick, when I was lost, when I was unclean. How are you going to get over that anger? That he's going to get so mad. That fire is going to. And it's going to burn to the lowest hell. So wherever you are. It's going to get you. And I saw as it were a sealed and glass. And I saw a sealed glass. Mingled with fire. A glass. A sea of glass. Mingled, mingled with, fire. with fire. And them that had gotten the victory over the beast. Oh God. He going to do us no harm. And over his image. Ain't gonna do us no harm. And over his mark. Ain't gonna do us no harm. And over the number of his name. Ain't gonna do us no harm. Stand on the sea of glass. We stood on it. Having the hearts of God. Got something to talk to God about. I see the flames. Amen. Ain't gonna do me no harm. It's gonna soothe my eyes. Ain't gonna do me no harm. I'm gonna stand on it. Amen. What about you if you haven't done what God asked? You can't wait to get to the grave. You can't do nothing there. Yes. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God. Here Moses' song is remembered. And the song of the Lamb saying. Here's Jesus, his Christ, saying. Great and marvelous. Oh my, are your works. All thy works, Lord God what Almighty. you have done towards me is mighty. I'm a chief sinner and you can save me. You have done. You can stand with me and say that, right? Amen. That lamb that washed away your sins, you say you did a great job. Great and marvelous. Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways. Did Moses say this? 
He's righteous. Yeah. Don't care if somebody writes something against you. They wrote something against Daniel. Did that stop Daniel? No, no sir. Daniel went right back to what he was doing. So video this and give it to her. Hmm. Thou king of saints. That's where I wanted to end. The king of saints. You can stand on a sea of glass. Mingled with fire. And the devil can't do you no harm. So the old saints. They sung songs that meant something. All this new stuff we talk. Simple stuff. No harm, no harm, no harm. No harm. can do me. No harm, no harm. No harm, no harm. No harm, no harm. Thank you for listening to the Whole Truth Gospel Broadcast of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Apostolic Faith. To stay up to date with the current events of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ of the Apostolic Faith, be sure to visit our website at www.theapostolicfaith.org. Dial 610-583-2400 or write to us at P.O. Box 109 Darby, Pennsylvania, 19023, in the United States of America. Gracias por escuchar al programa Toda Verdad, Iglesia del Señor Jesucristo de la Fe Apostólica. Ven con nosotros porque te haremos bien. Nos pueden visitar en la página web www.theapostolicfaith.org. Merci d'avoir écouté la mission de radio de l'Église du Seigneur Jésus-Christ, de la foi apostolique. Venez avec nous, nous vous ferons du bien. Pour plus d'informations, visitez le site www.lafoiapostolique.org. Děkuji za poslouchání našeho rádia v pravdě Pana Ježíše Krista o apostolské víře. Více informací naleznete na adrese theapostolicfaith.org. If you are listening to this broadcast during the day, then have a good day. If you are listening to this broadcast during the evening hours, have a good night.